This is Tony Elder with Everyday Encounters with the Lord for February 12th. At our church's annual Valentine banquet, our romantic, creative natures were put to the test. Each person was given a list of eight words from which they were to formulate sentiments appropriate for Valentine's Day. The challenge lay in the fact that these particular words were not the kind you would normally think of as being romantic or that you would commonly find in a Hallmark card for the occasion. There were no words like rose or devotion or beautiful included on the roster of choices. Instead, the participants had to create their expressions of love by using words such as broccoli, thunderstorm, and algebra. And they were given only 10 minutes in which to complete the task. As you might imagine, some people struggled with this exercise. However, by the time it was over, we discovered that there were a number of creative romantics in our midst. So if you're someone who forgot to get your sweetheart a Valentine card and are going to be writing your own at the last minute, here are a couple of ideas from our banquet that you might want to include. Your love is healthier for me than eating broccoli. Our love for one another is more electrifying than the most powerful thunderstorm. Then again, maybe you've still got time to run to the store and pick up a good card. There are some words and concepts that we just don't associate with love. It's difficult to imagine how they could go together. Sometimes we can force them into compatibility, as we did at our banquet. Other times they may fit together because of our unique circumstances. For example, someone might actually associate algebra with love because he first met his soulmate in a classroom where they studied that subject together. Before Jesus came into the world, it would have been equally difficult for anyone to imagine how God's love could be associated with certain words such as manger or crucifixion. Remember that a manger was a feeding trough for animals. How could that be connected to divine love? Yet now, we do know the connection. It's become all too commonplace in many of our minds. God showed his love for us and that he sent his son into the world in flesh and blood to be born in such humble circumstances that his first makeshift crib was a manger. Imagine that. God willingly relegating himself to a feeding trough out of devotion to our welfare. I imagine it would have been even more confounding for an individual to come up with some way to associate the idea of crucifixion with love. Maybe something like this. If you didn't love me, it would be more excruciating than the pains of crucifixion. However, now we see that cruel form of criminal execution as one of the main symbols of how much Jesus loves us. His everlasting valentine to us says, I loved you so much that I was willing to suffer the agony of crucifixion so that you could be saved from spiritual death, be reconciled with your heavenly Father, and receive the gift of eternal life. What amazing love. God used some rather odd ways to show his love for us, but nothing Hallmark could put out could better express the greatest of all loves. Maybe we'd better stick with heart and roses instead of broccoli and thunderstorm when conveying our love for each other. But nothing could ever replace the manger, the crucifixion, and other such unusual expressions of God's great love for us.
If you're interested, Everyday Encounters with the Lord is available in both book and ebook formats. And now I pray that you'll encounter the Lord today in your own everyday experiences.